Hello, friends, family, and everyone in between. Welcome to the final season, season finale of the Feel Good Podcast. Season the one finale. Season one finale. We My here. God. Holy crap, holy. We that did was, it. Oh, wow. Wow. It feels we like it, just guys. yesterday we were learning what a podcast was. And now look at us here. One season in the books and uh, all the gray hairs that came with it. A whole eight episodes of waxing on, waxing off podcast style. Pretty much. I don't know who's Mr. Miyagi <laughs> in this group, but it sure it's is. Wes. It's Wes. It's totally Wes. It's absolutely <laughs> Wes. But anywho, everybody, I'm one of your hosts, Mike Osgood. I'm one of your hosts, Byron Filler. And today we are chatting with ourselves about... Yeah what has made us feel good with this podcast and about the good that we think we've put in the world and also naked now yeah and also reflecting (laughs) on all the goodness that our guests have kind of brought into the world as well but first and foremost byron how are you i'm doing good uh pat admittedly the past couple weeks have been up and down with anxiety through retrograde and just facing all of that stuff um we're coming into summer and just trying to juggle uh a lot of different things i think in a previous episode i was talking about um photography nfts so that's like slowly moving forward um and that you know looking for jobs i don't know not not too much that i can specifically speak to i'm just uh generally trying to keep my shit together and you know what uh, you do it yeah you do it one thing that i will actually speak to that has been a bit of a development through the pet like previous like few episodes is i've been reforming like a little bit of a new relationship with cannabis i stopped for a very long time and now i am i right now i'm enjoying a recommended um can on behalf of mike and um this stuff is nice it is i like it why don't you tell the people what can c-a-n-n is it's uh it's a little bit of thc a little bit of cbd a little bit of love in a can with fun flavors i've got grapefruit rosemary right now and mm. it just gives you a little bit of pep in your step by the way this isn't an ad this is just me like coping it absolutely could be an ad though can so please <laughs> hit yeah up. no it could it oh, could man. um no, no it, it's been interesting to uh i've like gone back and forth with it and it's nice to have uh it's all a little bit more cbd based in my Mm -hmm. life obviously now um and it's one of those things where i stopped because i was in a dysfunctional place in my life when it was like right i just kind of need to stop and now it's one of those things where i am uh rediscovering the the good aspects of like cannabis and cbd and also like the technology has changed so much that it like especially with 
uh, marijuana becoming legalized in California, mostly throughout the country, and it's uh, like the accessibility for what you need on a very like microscopic specific basis is it's really nice. Yeah, um, no, so, I hundred percent second all that as I'm the one that yeah. turned you to that. Uh, yeah, my my whole experience with cannabis has definitely become like an evolution in myself as many who knew me when I was younger, my parents were absolutely completely against it. And then mm. it was basically super stigmatized within me growing up through my teenage years, all my friends, I uh, partook in it. And I was the only one that did not because I was like, no, it will do so many things. And by the way, kids, it will do yes. a lot of negative things to you in your teenage years. And it is scientifically recommended that, if you do start cannabis, start it in your twenties. Yeah, which I, I, I did. Yeah, no. This uh, is, this is like I do want to make it clear, like moderation, 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 because all yes. good. It's not just like we're talking about this on a scale of like I, I think the conversation around cannabis is incredibly complicated because yeah. it is also medicine, but it's also drugs. So it's it is hard to have that conversation in a really meaningful way. Um, but we are definitely at least I, at least I am like of the like opinion of like, if you can do it in a healthy way and it helps you like all the power to you. Yeah. Like for me, I, I'm not a fan of smoking marijuana, uh, but I do enjoy like the cans that I've recommended to you because one, yeah. it's delicious Two, It's a great mixer as well. Uh, and also it doesn't get you completely obliterated stoned. So you're no, able to still kind of go along your day and feel fine and just feel like not as anxious, not as worried and be able to focus on the things that really matter at the end of the wasn't day. That, wasn't that so funny? Like the goal in your twenties was like, get, yeah, let's get completely fucked up. And now that I'm like in my like early thirties, I'm like, I kind of just want to be able to go to sleep and wake up the next morning, like not needing 11 cups of coffee. My biggest thing is like, oh, I want to be able to like just enjoy a moment without having an anxious breakdown yes. and yes. being able to spend and enjoy the time with who I'm with and be able to have conversations and just remember the moment and not get super blackout fucking wasted yes leave that to the 20 year olds us in the 30s we're here we made it enjoy <laughs> and, and savor the moment as we go i'm really glad that you were able to find this kind of more peaceful relationship with it and yeah. be able to enjoy it in a more lighthearted and more as a medicinal way as opposed to just a means to pacifying the world exactly thank you i appreciate that but enough about me and my drug habit uh <laughs> <laughs> mike how are you oh brother i am i'm doing good i am good. doing really good uh i like i mentioned a couple weeks ago I, I started a new job i'm good at it which is even better i've already gotten recognition throughout the company for the job that i'm doing i'm like okay that's awesome uh my little puppy rosie is doing better and Aww. she is stupidly cute 
Um, she's currently passed out on the couch and acting like she doesn't listen to me right now. I get it. I talk a lot. Yeah. She's very quickly become a, like produced the crap out of this show. We have much she better has. quality now. She does. And she has, uh, but yeah, my, my life is going well right now. Um, I'm sad that our season one is ending. Um, it felt like it came too soon and I felt really bad as we're coming to our last half of the guests. It's like, I don't want this to end, but the biggest and spoilery news is that it's not. No, Um, it's not. It's not. Uh, We, we do have a bunch of, we have a bunch of announcements about our future good. We'll, leave that at the end for what uh, what we're gonna be doing for uh the all of time with the phil good but or at least all of what we know we are going to be doing for all of time i feel like all of time's a lot of pressure (laughs) that's a lot of pressure i don't know about that uh (laughs) we'll be on our deathbeds and be like (laughs) everyone Uh, no, but uh, yeah, we, we have a plan for season two. We have a plan for what we're doing during the summer, and we can't wait to share that with you. But Byron, do you want to uh, do you want to explain who our guests are today? Our guests are us. <gasps> really? Yeah, it's just <laughs> us. Uh, we're, we wanted to go through a bit of a recap of what we've learned, the things that because we're very new to all of this and we came into mike you basically came up to me and said the four magic words that anybody who has no idea what they're doing with their life wants to hear want to do a podcast um and yep, yep. uh and it's uh no it, it, we came into this with really the best of intentions of having a conversation around doing good trying to be our best foot forward and realize that what we wanted to do obviously have fun but really is about destigmatizing a hard conversation and i think we kind of came into the sense of like we wanted to do good we didn't quite always know what that was going to look like and i think through the process of speaking to people and just asking them like that kind of vague question of like what's the good you're putting into the world like it sounds very cheesy and hunky-dory but it's really complicated it's it's more of a challenge in a way Um, yeah that that's something that i felt as time has gone on because we we've had some conversations that haven't necessarily been published we've had some conversations that have been edited because of the way of that because of that question of yes when you ask somebody what is the good that they put out in the world they have to think about it and when it comes down to what you put out in the world i can tell you from my end this podcast is one of the first things that i've ever done that has had my full 100 percent personality thought process things like that and put out there for the world to listen to criticize and to do all those things and more yeah. often than not that terrifies the living hell out of me because i'm very much an extrovert i'm very much a performer but i've always been hesitant of putting something out there of my own because of the fear of 
others opinions and them hating it trashing it and not being good enough but yeah when you ask other people like say an actor or a political fundraiser or someone who works in content moderation who's also making cartoons for kids that are neurodivergent when you ask them these questions of what's the good that they put out in the world they're able to find that answer yeah and it takes a little bit of time to actually figure out that hey the stuff that we're doing has some good that you can pull something from pain you can pull something from trials and tribulation you can pull something from anything and a lot of things are learning experiences and that's something that i have learned going through this of being vulnerable of being able to ask questions to people some of which we know very well some of which we don't and being able to find that way to build that natural conversation and learn what made you overcome that fear of judgment that you felt doing this was more important than succumbing to the uh that voice that was self-conscious i will be a hundred percent honest i am still fighting it (laughs) i fight it with every single episode that we do um and this year 2021 i i started the year off when i've mentioned this before i do a theme every year of instead of a resolution resolutions can easily be broken and people feel drastically defeated once that resolution is broken and that sucks i like i done that in the past i'm like i'm gonna go to the gym like four times a week every week this whole year let's go and it didn't happen but if i tell myself okay i think one of my years was no bullshit 2k18 so trying to stand up for myself when it comes actually to actually remember what the theme was for that year because you, like that i i feel like people like don't remember their resolutions because they probably make the same resolution yeah not ever like doing it yeah it, it's just something that's a little bit easier to remember it's a mantra that yeah. i can tell myself throughout the year so like this year was just fucking do it like I, I started Love off that. this year. Yeah. I started off this year with uh, some kind of like personal things that happened. Like I lost my job and I was just kind of lost for a moment. But I knew like even before I lost my job that this was something that I actually wanted to do. And the second that I had the time available, I was like, hey, you want to know what? Let's do this. I have the time this is something that i've always wanted to do so let's just do it yeah what's holding me back and then i couldn't think of anybody else i would rather have hours long conversations with <laughs> than byron filler so being able to have that partner in crime to also just kind of bounce it off of makes things easier but yeah. also realizing that i'm sitting here talking for forever and people are going to think of they're going to criticize every little word that I say still terrifies me. And it's something that I'm constantly working through, but I'm proud of myself this year for being able to 
take on this challenge of being able to chat with you and also just reach out to people that I have had personal relationships with. Yeah. But also be able to be vulnerable and to ask them for the opportunity to chat with them and I would say a little bit more of a professional setting um, even though like some of these people I've worked with in the past so it's just a different kind of professional setting yeah but getting to know everybody more learning how to chat with people on more personable level and just getting into the nitty-gritty and having those deeper conversations has made me feel fucking great and right it's made me push aside that fear Whatever that like little nagging is that little nagging thing because you're not just doing it's not just you and i doing it together it's refreshing every time because we get to do it with someone new and they're yeah. kind of just as scared as we are because every episode is so different and i think the important thing like feel goodies you should know is like we let our guests dictate a lot of the episode i mean we do a lot of planning to guide them through it but whatever their story is they're taking us through it and they're guiding us through it with us and we prefer it that way not because we're it's not about not being good hosts we are very good hosts and we make sure that everyone is very comfortable sorry i'm getting a little jewish grandmother here but no it's it's important that like the best representative of somebody's story is themselves and that i think it makes it easier for us to go through it and be excited and be refreshed every single time um i will say just from my past of doing stand-up that little voice in your head it gets easier to ignore it you actually start using it eventually yeah so one of the things that i like used to do was like my anxiety my nerves like it was the thing that i basically like bring out onto the stage and the act ends up being this metaphorical my anxiety and i are kind of just having a fist fight on a metaphorical fist fight on stage and it's funny because it's like even if the material doesn't work what you end up going with is like well this is live and it's real and it's my pain yeah and it's always funny it's always it always it's it's, (laughs) for me like it's always been just for full clarification like i i've always felt a lot of pressure from friends from family and have always had this need to make sure that whatever i put out is good enough and Mm it's it's yeah it was one of these hindrance things that if i'm going to do something i have to do it to a caliber that i feel like those people would be accepting of it has to be to your your standards the standards that you exactly yeah and it's it's taken me a long time to get to that i i have been able to go out and do performances i've been able to go on stage i've been able to go and sing and do these things more often than not with people and i can kind of put the pressure i can offset some of that pressure onto them but every time i go out and perform i have anxiety i have to like get myself into the zone i'm twitching i'm twiddling i'm doing a whole bunch of stuff to get myself pumped up but yeah 
with this year, I have been able to calm that, relax, and attack things with just a natural gusto that I never thought I'd be able to do. And I want to say thank you to you for also just kind of believing in me uh, and also kind of leaning on me to be your co-host. This is going to be a love letter to each other, just so everybody (laughs) knows. Um, But no, it's a thank, it's a thank you to Byron. It's a thank you to our team uh, that has helped us go through of my fiance, Alexia, who has always believed in me, who has always pushed me to do the best that I could. Um, even when I didn't think I could to Wes and Alicia who have come in throughout the year to make us sound better, to give us some critiques here and there of what works, what doesn't, and to make the best damn show that we could possibly make. Like we have people that believe in us and I wouldn't be where I am. I wouldn't be here. And it's cheesy to say, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for people like you all to give us that love, to give us that appreciation and motivation to continue to do what we do. And it was, all, it was all sort of, or yeah, it was all sort of organic though. Cause like, I remember as it just from the very beginning, I think, you know, after we talked about what we wanted to do here and we started telling people about what we were trying to do. And it wasn't like, we went to, you know, we, we went to Alexia and Wes and Alicia for ideas, and it was this very organic, like, um, the response was, and from other people, too, like, what, uh, what can we do to help? And yeah. I think that, to me, was like, okay, this is something that is real, and we have to follow our guts on. I still keep thinking back to uh katie's reading and her advice about trusting our gut because i feel like that's just been even if we don't know what we're doing the the gut instinct for me is like just have fun just yeah do this and have fun and people who are gonna vibe with it are gonna vibe with it you can't get everyone on board i definitely learned from comedy but i think like at least for me i'm like i'm so thankful that you asked me to do this with you because I for the longest time I've been missing that creative force in my life I'm also like especially working in the film industry struggle to try to find that group of people that wants to make stuff and also isn't uh putting me in a position where I'm the only fucking part like in high school I was team like team leader on every project yeah. that just not yeah. because it was Same. like yeah it's not because like they weren't doing anything it's because my attitude is like okay well like let's just get shit done and yeah. if i see something's not done i'm just gonna i'm gonna do it that's just been my attitude so to come into this and to be surrounded by a group of people who everyone's attitude is let's just get shit done has been the biggest anxiety reducer of my entire life has just been i've been so thankful for it it's not like all it's all the things i wanted doing like comedy doing video editing but now it's manifested itself in such an organic and wonderful way i could have said it any better yeah right it's just so nice 
But you want to know what's not nice, Byron? Mm. Moments of bad. Oh, we still have to do our moments of bad. <laughs> we still but... have to do our moments of bad, man. We have to do that. Yes, but we figured what we would do, do a little bit of a twist on it. We're going to do moments of bad that are about the challenges of making a podcast. Mike and I are going to try to put... We're not putting 60 seconds. Can we just break this for season two? Not it is. We're going to no. do a thing... No. <laughs> that is about the challenges of making a podcast that we're we're gonna put it out there we're gonna let it go and it's gonna be gone um, and for season two it's gonna be so much better <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're gonna find a way to make our ideas concise yes. for season two um Mike, what do you want to go first? Should I go first? What what you do you know think? What? I'll here? go first. I'll take okay. it. I'll take it. Um, and I think this is going to be very similar to both of our moments of bad. My moment of bad is technology. Across <laughs> everything, <laughs> yeah. uh, technology is such a finicky son of a bitch um, that you will learn as time goes on when you're doing a full production of a show that variables are abundant and you are trying to figure out what the hell can go wrong when, and you try to plan for everything that could go wrong. And even when you sit there and set up everything to perfection, something will happen. Case in point, we had an episode this year that I had like 20 minutes into the interview my audio just stopped recording. Oh yeah. And then uh, spoilers, it was uh it was James's episode, correct? Yeah, it was. James Miller's episode and we I had a whole like moment of freaking out because we had a backup audio that Wes was so gracious to record and thank you Wes again for everything. Um but we had that, but it was this combination audio of everybody in between and if you've ever done any editing having one feed that has absolutely everything interstitched into each other is not the best <laughs> you can't separate it you can't edit anything you, everything is one and it would i was about to freak the living fuck out um that we would have to do another recording which i wouldn't mind because I can sit there and chat with you and James for forever. We it, we could have we could I think have probably we, done we a whole other did. <laughs> We I think we've recorded like two hours with James. Um, oh man! But yeah. then, long story short, we have incredible people like Wes who was able to figure out that the system that we were using had like this backup recording software going in the background uh, that was able to record everybody's audio uh as singular pieces so that i was able to edit things so technology is always going to be a finicky son of a bitch and i'm having a love-hate relationship with it all but take technology shenanigans take all the bugs take all the random spontaneous hot moments with mics take it all and be gone 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 um, 
Well, don't worry. We're but, gonna have a new technical workflow for season two, so we're gonna yeah, have yeah. all the the growing pains to go through again. Growing pains are a thing, and we've gone through it. But yes, Byron. Yes. What has been your bad this season? Um. So it's kind of navigating uh social media. So I I'm doing a lot of the social media management and uh poor, poorly poorly um <laughs> no no, it, no. It, i've been doing i've been doing okay i'm le- i've got learning and growing pains to go uh, there are strengths and stretches for me that i know i'm working through but i think for the most part it is kind of just trying to social media i feel like has become the real life manifestation of high school and it the way that all of these numbers the way this all works it's very clicky yeah i've had a person even in my own feed i have a very hard time um like making it accessible for me um and i've realized it's not just because of having autism ever there are a lot of people in my life who just like social media is just fucking crazy also like the irony of my life is that i got to a place where oh yeah i know i like i have less special needs and i can talk and have full conversations and now everybody's on the computer so fuck me uh but <laughs> what I digress. a coincidence right <laughs> know, right uh but no so like different algorithms and different uh te- like new technologies that come out every three months the learning curve that it takes to keep up with these kinds of things and try to figure out what works we're still going to be doing it and it's still going to be an uphill battle and i've learned a lot um but uh fuck instagram yeah (laughs) i'm just gonna say fuck instagram in particular uh uh, seriously yeah like there's, there's a post that we did about my new tattoo that i got this year that I have gone in, and I don't know if you have too, Byron. It keeps thinking that it's branded content. And I'm like, it's not branded content. I got a tattoo, and I just wanted to celebrate the artist a little bit because Philip Fabian, who did my tattoo, is a badass artist, and he deserves the credit. So we tagged him in it, but it keeps flagging it as sponsored content and be like, if you want to tell me if I got money for that, awesome because i paid him a lot of money to get my tattoo done but if i should be receiving some cash please let me know yeah no it's uh the i won't say too much more about it but it's one of those things where it's we're gonna we're eventually gonna figure it out we you know our intention too, especially why this is so important to me is like we don't want this to just be an insulated conversation between uh, you know mike and myself and our guests we want you all to be a part of this too and we want to make sure that this is an open and safe community and uh it's hard to it's hard to grow that when uh and know how to make it safe when there's just so much so many so much contradictory advice um so the bad that we're gonna be gone is the confusion of the internet and all of that tomfoolery, we're just gonna make it be gone. Be gone, tomfoolery. Be gone, tomfoolery. And it's gone. Did you see how? Did you see how fast that went? I. I know. 
I can't even remember what tomfoolery means anymore. I saw it crash like Wiley e. Coyote. Went straight into that boulder. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Acme, thank you for sponsoring this podcast. <laughs> but I think we should probably start talking about our recap of this season. This yeah. season, we have chatted with a bunch of different people. We have chatted with people who have come from a variety of backgrounds from a variety of professions and have gone through such different experiences that it has taught us a lot and yes we thought it would be wise for us to just kind of go back and think about some of the things that we have learned through our conversations with the people from season one so byron i want to ask you what have you learned from these seven people so I, I've been mulling this over and trying to think a lot about, like, and there's a thread that I threw out in the entire season that I couldn't get out of my head because I kept seeing it, and it was about being brave. Every, every single person that we talked to at some point or another, either they faced a crucible where they had to change or it would swallow them whole or they went and faced a, a voluntary crucible because they wanted to be better um so like good good examples of this for for me are like t uh tila uh tila's whole episode is basically about like being brave facing like body dysmorphia facing anxiety and depression coming out twice first yeah. first off like coming out the first time i can't like I've, i'm i'm a straight person so i like i don't know what it's like to come out i would imagine that's scary the second time sounds fucking exhausting it sounds i i can't even fathom like yeah like hats off to her I, i'll also just kind of tag in on this of like one of the biggest things that i've taken from this is not only like bravery but confidence yes every every person that we've spoken to from noah being a political fundraiser who was who has gone through rejection from his own communities into facing adversity and then taking it head on and doing fundraising for the fight for equality yeah for katie to go and do the thing that she loves with reiki healing and tarot card reading and just being able to take that on like that's a very stigmatized profession and also her burlesque dancing like that's uh, yeah, something we that we weren't even, even able to, talk to cover about that yeah. I, we we should bring her back on and talk about that sometime uh sometime she's so she uh we'll we'll link this after the after the episode she uh dances uh through an organization called thick strip i think they're like coming back to uh la sometime soon I'll, i don't have all the information in front of me but it is uh it, i've been to a show it's fucking awesome it's just so much fun. Um, but it, it's just like we've had all these incredibly brave and confident people. And they've been able to take this confidence, this inner fire within them to go out and do these 
awesome and amazing things. Liz being able to go out and do some performances that are one emotionally taxing and incredibly profound, but also being yeah. able to find herself while still doing it with Zach being able to go to the deepest, darkest depths of the internet and having to combat that, but also being able to still find that optimism in a bit of everything and being able to create content for people who need it the most. Like, yeah. there's something about this first season of Guest that just really inspired me to find that inner confidence for us to go out and make the best possible thing and tell the best possible stories. And also learning, too, that one of the other things that I learned is that everybody is different in that way but everybody has that story that can be told and don't yeah. let anybody discredit your story when i think back through our interviews i think liz said it best you and i are two 30 something year old white guys i'm saying this <laughs> as a means of a hey guys this is something that we got criticized about for saying Byron and I are two 30-something-year-old white guys. We're straight and everything. But we've come from different experiences that have made us the people who, who we are. Yes. Liz is a Japanese and white American person. And she has had such a crazy story that has made her to who she is. Tila being the same way. James, Zach, Katie, Noah, and Rod like yeah everybody has had these stories that have shaped them into who they are and when people are vulnerable enough to tell you about those stories you should listen because you never know yeah. what somebody's gone through and you will learn something great and amazing about the people that you've spoken to i think that lesson about difference can't like it's it's an old lesson that you keep learning over and over for that specific reason because everyone has such a very unique circumstance so i think and we're talking about diversity or mental health or sexuality or gender you know whatever it may be that makes up a person i think a lot of the like approach that you and i have had to talking to people about these things is like it was realizing like it's through the lens of what they do so these things that are the aspects of them that are important of what they are that are important to them comes through that experience of uh doing what what they do um you know when we were chatting like when we were chatting with rod about music and his experience being a uh a asian american in the music industry like that's something only he can speak to and not only are we learning more about the music industry we're learning about you know his experience as an asian american as well and we learned it contextually through him talking about his dream journal too like it wasn't something that we had to just outright ask it was just yeah. it's so prevalent in the details but also too speaking to that when when we were chatting with rod was right during the heart of a very prominent 
string of attacks against like Asian Americans. We recorded that episode like the day I was the day before or after. Yeah, it, it was literally within like plus, like a forty eight hour two, period. Yeah. Forty eight hours, and it was something that we couldn't like one. Our hearts and everything go out to like the Black Lives Matters movement to supporting the Asian American and Pacific Islander communities that are being attacked. It's like just having some empathy there to show some support. And for us, we felt like we couldn't fully contextualize it in the way that Rod could. And we wanted to make sure that he could just be heard. Yeah. Um, because Rod had a lot of thoughts and we, and he published it on his own channels, but we felt that he can definitely talk better to this situation than we can. And we wanted to make sure that that was heard. And we want to once again, thank Rod for being able to be that vulnerable during our conversation and to one, just being a badass guy. Like I, I love Rod so much. He is such a good dude. Yeah, he he was really fun to talk to, very well spoken. I think that was another thing that I like everyone we spoke to at some capacity or another was all very well spoken. Whether or not they had done a podcast before or been interviewed in this kind of manner when we put them on the spot and said, "Hey, you know, tell us about what you're passionate about." Cuz that's really at the end of the day, I think like when we're talking about the good you put into the world and you know what makes you feel good um it is like what what is the thing that flips your switch what is the thing that fills you to the brim with so much passion that you're overflowing with it and they most certainly overflowed with it you know absolutely and also kind of to that point was there anything that surprised you this season uh, yeah, we we chatted with people that we knew, ish, in some capacity. Was there anything that took you by surprise? Uh, I'm gonna. This is all gonna sound a little messy, so I'm gonna talk through this idea because it's gonna be a, de- a developing idea. But I have the hooks okay. and the threads of what I uh, am meaning here, so it's We're a here little bit. For it. <laughs> it's a little bit to so i'll start off with the the uh the two thoughts are it's humility as well as being an open book so one of the things we ask people is um get in our questionnaire when we go through the pre-interview with them we ask them like you know what is there something you don't want to talk about and i think a lot of people do feel that they are an open book but it isn't until you get into the circle that you kind of go ah okay yeah no i can't talk about it whether or not you're you know protecting your own interests or someone else's interests but putting that idea on pause for a second coming over to the humility side you're talking about like being impressed by how much confidence um people have when they come to us but i like something that surprised me is like they have confidence but it doesn't come from this egotistical place and i think a lot of the 
keys of positivity and balancing and thinking about oh what can i talk about what can't i talk about because i think like when people got to a point where they realized oh there were certain things that they realized they couldn't talk about the way they handled it the confidence they put into it came from a place of balancing their ego which to me the key of balancing ego is being vulnerable and having humility it's having uh having the ability to recognize that whatever you are going through in the moment some because you're sharing that moment with someone else they too are going through that exact same thing so if you are talking to something somebody about something that's very personal to you they might not be able to completely empathize but they can sympathize in the moment and it can make it really hard to want to be that open book but the way that you know once people came on and they realized what we were doing and how they were handling it. and also that they trust us trusted us so much i think that's yeah. another thing that surprised me so much where you know we're we're kind of just ha having fun and i think like i personally i feel like i grew so much because we had a couple people i had never met before and even the people who i've known for years trust us with their story that takes so much ego balance it takes so much humility to come in and come to us with open arms like that so it, it's a lot of threads uh, that connect but that that was that was a lot of uh it wasn't that just like one thing it was like so many different things that feed into each other so it's like it's so hard to i i hate uh consolidating my ideas if you guys haven't uh, you want to know what found out. fuck consolidation be gone with consolidation right. that was great thank and you no it, it i i can second that a hundred percent i i learned so much about some people that i've known for years and did not expect it i then also learned so much about you i learned a lot about me i learned so much about you too yeah I learned a little bit more about myself too as we were yeah. going through this of like oh shit like i really emphasize with that like when we're chatting with tila in regards to sort of like body dysmorphia and through some eating things like i i definitely have battled my own body issues too and mm -hmm. you know it's being able to find those new empathetic factors that quite frankly a lot of people are missing nowadays and the fact that everybody that we chatted with has that empathy, that humility, those little bits of just allowing themselves to be exposed mm -hmm. was comforting. It was yeah. heartwarming. It was great. Because at the end of the day, we didn't talk that much. <laughs> we didn't. No. And we didn't we didn't want to because we wanted the people that we spoke to to tell their stories and yeah. with that we were able to learn so much about these people and their experiences and i didn't expect to get that much from people and i loved every single second of it because it takes a lot to be that vulnerable to be that open yeah and I like I'm just thankful that our guests were able to allow us to be 
to be that medium for them to speak through. And yeah. I, I I just love everybody. It, like it was no, great. No, me was too. Great. I think that were that was the thing that was just like so, made me so happy was and you don't want it to end because they're all they're all so wonderful. They all have amazing things to say. I just want to get on. Honestly, I I don't even have to do this podcast. I just want to do a <laughs> Zoom call. No, seriously, people. yeah, <laughs> like. I know that you've hung out with Katie recently. I've been messaging Rod. I yeah. FaceTime with Noah. We've been messaging with Tila. Like everybody uh, that yeah. we've spoken we, to, we all we chat we all with on a regular with basis everyone. now. And they are um, they, they're as lovely on text as they are uh, virtually through camera yeah. with a microphone. <laughs> yeah, like literally, what you got on the podcast is who they are in person. Like yeah, like nobody was fake everybody yeah. was who they are on that recording speaking to that do you want to know some updates on our guest should we let you should we let everybody know what's going on with our guests since we've chatted with them why don't we work it backwards from most recent to like the the first episode which like starting with zach there's not much to say if you listen to the last episode like it's uh you know he he's a happy dad, and uh, his his son is the still the smiliest baby in the world. Um, but we love him, so we wanted to give him this shout out because uh, that's what we do here. It absolutely is. What's going on with Liz? Liz, holy crap! Uh, Liz has worked with Marvel recently. Uh, yeah. She yeah she did a podcast with Marvel where it's still going on where it's old man star lord and rocket raccoon kind of going through the life of what they've gone through and some more crazy kooky adventures she worked in marvel she's technically a marvel superhero which holy shit we talked to a marvel superhero we talked to a marvel superhero i feel like i'm jittery i have goosebumps (laughs) it's fucking rad um but no, she's she's done that podcast, which has come out. Uh, the latest season of Mayans on FX has come out. So be sure to see her on that. Uh, she has a variety of projects which are in the works that we cannot talk about because we no. don't know anything about. I'm, I'm telling you right now, one of them is, and we can't talk about it, but it's can't talk fucking about it. awesome. And I am like on the edge of my butt. I am also on the edge of my butt as well. But yep. like, props to you, Liz. You are killing it, and I wish for you to just keep on keeping on. But right? hey, Byron, what's going yeah. on with James? James, I not too much that I can speak to. He just got a. Uh, he just switched over to a new job at Ford. He was working at Momentum in uh, in London for quite some time, and the vert, as far as I know, the virtual experience platform that he was working on uh, is out. Um, nice, right? That's awesome. Uh, but that is uh, that's what's going on with James, and he's uh, still as awesome as ever we uh, what are the updates on tila i mean with tila she is not only still being the badass self that she is uh doing all the motorcycle riding and everything like that but shoplaru.com is still going on and still going strong uh she has released a variety of new scents of candles on her site 
uh, everything from I think Healer is one of the new ones. Which mm-hmm. here I'm just gonna read a little bit of this because it's so <laughs> it just smells so good. Um, one of our first ritual scented candles, frankincense and myrrh, the two main scents of this candle, have been used for many centuries, known for their healing abilities and protective powers. Topped with raw clear quartz, which is considered quote the master healer end quote. Like she's got everything. From badass Harley smelling candles to straight up candles that have crystals in it is everything in between. But no, she's she's doing great. She's keeping at it. Go to shoplarue.com. Uh, tell her that the Feel Good Podcast guy sent you, and uh, she will just give you love. Uh, we can't get you a discount, but we can absolutely <laughs> get you some love over there. But uh, we also have some updates from Rod kim which is pretty dope we have had many conversations with him since the interview has gone uh we've played among us with him and he is still just going on and going strong um zach james's debut ep uh faded and animated which rod had collaborated with has been released so make sure you go out and listen to that he's been also working on a variety of his own original songs and potentially a new album i don't know we shall see we shall see a lot of projects that are also under wraps and that we can't disclose because we have people who do cool things uh but rod again another high vibe to you wishing you the best brother but that's rod what's going on with katie champagne Well, last time we were talking to Katie, uh, she was talking about her podcast, and now it is officially out. Um, We mentioned it at the end of a previous episode, but we'll mention it again. It's Will They, Won't They? Woo-woo! The podcast for the hopeless and the romantic. Uh, They're talking about uh, rom-coms, their favorite rom-coms, going through not only what they love about it, but also just looking at it, uh, taking off the rose-colored glasses and looking at the problematic things about it. And uh, the last one I listened to was uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. They, I think they have a new one they release every Friday. All right, y'all have to check out her podcast. It's called Will They, Won't They? You can find it wherever you can get uh, your podcasts. Uh, they, uh, Her co-host is also uh, Danielle Organ. Um, I hope I'm saying Organ correctly. Uh, yeah, no, uh, she's at Danielle Organ uh, on Instagram. We will make sure to uh, link that as well for you guys because you should follow her too. She is... Uh, both of them together it's like listening to uh bubblegum laugh and try to do english accents but last but not least we have noah mayer our first guest our pilot our test dummy uh <laughs> noah thank you again for being that first spot for us uh noah has been having incredible success with this uh fundraising business and they have gotten up to 20 clients on their end which you guys have to understand how hard it is to become a client for a fundraising firm but the clients that they have gotten are monumental they are huge foundations and also incredible politicians and just great people overall 
Noah, you're doing the world a service. You're doing some good out there. Keep on keeping on and doing what you do. Hells to the yes. Hells yes. Hells yes. Yep. Yeah, for for those who can't see, uh, Byron is currently being swarmed by a uh, by a cat on his yep. head. Um, this is what very he very ha- standard procedure for um, feel good podcast episodes. Uh, he has a parrot. Basically, <laughs> he has like this crazy separation anxiety where like if he's not allowed to be in a room or be near, uh, he loves the office. I think every single guest has seen your cat's butthole. Yes. It's sort of a uh, it's a hazing mechanism that he does to all of our guests. I think that is a good point for us to just kind of end on and start talking about what is our future good. Our um, future good. Why don't and, we just start off with season two and just like make sure that we're very clear. Like we're coming back. We are coming um, back. We yeah. are we are taking a summer break ish. Yes. Um, we we need the t- we need the time to. We've done a lot. We've learned a lot. We also have some format changes that we would like to make. That also includes trying to do make this on make this on video. Put it up on YouTube as well. And so that if you guys want the option, you can see us as well as listen to us. You can see um, our beautiful faces and so, also the much be- more beautiful face of our guest of whomever that may be. Exactly. So we, we want to take a little bit more time to make sure we're getting that right. Uh, and also Cooper's butt. Like, yeah. We, you guys, can see uh, Cooper's you, butt. You guys, his butt. It's a cat butt. I there. Yeah. I'm not gonna hype this up. It's not. It's, it's a cat butt. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, but the the other thing too is when we I think something we realized is when we're do it like doing this format the way that we do it takes time and consideration. We want to make. We always want to make sure that we're giving our guests the best best representation, and that that takes time and planning. And so we, we've learned a lot, so we want to take what we've learned, step back for a second, and recharge. And I think we're planning for the fall to come back. Yeah. Um, like later yeah. summer, earlier fall, TBD, but 2021, you're still going to get some more Feel Good podcast content. But exactly. that's not all that we have up our sleeves. No, because no, no. this summer comes feel good games byron and i are going to be kind of switching up things up a little bit over the summer we're going to be experimenting with doing some live streaming on twitch uh where you can find us there at feel good games that's f-i-l-l g-o-o-d games 
and we are going to be streaming with some of the other feel good fam uh with games that make them feel good and learning the ins and outs we might have some feel bad moments as well and torture ourselves <laughs> with some other games that could potentially cause us to rage but yes. we will see and we will uh we're just gonna have fun with it because at the at the end of the day video games are two things that make byron and i feel good and really we do. would love to share that with you all as well um, look as as long as we don't play mario party 6 we will not start world war 3 so we'll just avoid that but also mario kart in general um because i oh, know yeah. that i have definitely cursed your name many a times <laughs> um, as we've played that because if anybody's played mario kart with byron he's good he is my biggest challenge <laughs> And I have I'm kicked his trying. ass. He has kicked my ass. And the rivalry is there. But maybe it you all can there. see that over the summer. And please feel free to watch us. We'll let you guys know uh, when we start streaming. And it's going to be a blast. It's going to be fun. We've also, since we plan on doing video more towards fall with the actual uh, podcast, we have some ideas for just some other video content some extra we're gonna try to put up some random youtube videos throughout the summer we also just generally have some fun extras that are you know some stuff that was uh left out of the episodes that we didn't get to put into the episodes uh not for time just as much as it was like it was a little bit more extra than yeah. what we could put in the in the main episode so we're gonna do uh, a little compilation episode a little farther down the line uh we've also got a plan for just a, a general random feel good episode like you know not the normal pro podcast just some uh just some fun chit chats with uh some someone we we want to talk to yeah um a, a filler good podcast it's our filler yes. episode <laughs> of the summer uh, to tie you over until season two kicks in. Oh, it, I f it works in two ways. But yeah, no, so you will not be completely devoid of, uh, of content. Uh, we are slowly growing. We want to keep this going. We love you all so much. And we, um, you know, we're, we're making it, we're making this happen. And at the end of the day, I honestly, like, I, I want you guys to know, we're having so much fun doing this. Um, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> if you couldn't tell based off this episode, like we're having a blast. Yes. And um, we want to continue to have that blast uh, with exactly. you all as well. Um, if, and we're not completely gone. If you want to, and by the way, if you follow us on our socials, we're at feelgoodpod. Uh, we're on facebook we're on twitter we're on instagram we're on tiktok and uh if you find us there you should also find us on you know si uh go to our youtube uh go to our twitch uh f at feel good games uh to get notifications on when we put up youtube videos when we put up our start doing our twitch streams um, you can also talk to us on Discord. We're not completely gone. We're no, hanging we're out. Always we're here. always here. Yeah, you can always chit-chat with us, even when we're not making an episode. We would love to hear from you. 
um, and you can find all of that. We have our link trees in our um, on our socials, like and we're here and we love you. And we do, and we basically are just trying to say we'll be right back. And it's not goodbye, but it's a little bit of see you later. And exactly. I think that's really the best way that we could end this so i am one of your hosts mike osgood i am one of your hosts byron filler and, and we will catch y'all you on the, the flip flop flop the flip flip the flip flip you know what i'm going to trail this and make it fade you should make uh, sure that you mention don't. that before the fade. Yeah, <laughs> the, I, I'm, I'm gonna actually, trail this and make it fade. We'll see. We'll see. If and I it'll be a meta we'll conversation. Just let understand how dumb we sound at the very end. Oh yeah, no, it'll it'll be a meta conversation as we fade yes. out. Yeah. Oh yeah, Cooper too. <laughs>